0: You can speak the same languages, but if you don't speak the same love language, then it will be really difficult. And knowing more about the five love languages can help you to notice the ways that your partner is showing their love for you so that you can really understand each other. And there are are five love languages, so let me just name it.
1: Hey everyone and welcome back to the what the passion podcast if you're listening to this podcast right now it means that you're excited and learning and creating real change when we started off our mission was to bring passion back into people's hearts and tell the stories that should be heard our commitment to you is to help you find what you're really passionate
2: about so you can live a happier and more fulfilled life and among 100 of your true potential with this being said guys Let the story begin.
1: Hey and welcome everyone to a fresh new episode of the What The Passion podcast. Episode number four, officially live and uncensored. And before we jump into it and go straight into the topic and our super guest that we have on the show today for the first time, we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you from the bottom of our heart for all the feedback, for all the love you guys send us in the last nine days that we are officially officially live with the podcast. Um, made it up to 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 play sixty-seven in the all-over charts, all-over character. I don't I don't even know how that happened, but just looked into the charts and it was point sixty-seven. After one day of launching. Guys, this is incredible. Thank you so much for that. We appreciate all the feedback. And uh, yeah, we can't wait for the next few weeks to go on. And before we jump into the topic, and we want to have Tim explaining and giving us a little teaser about what we're going to speak about today. We also want to say thank you and welcome to our super guest of the show. And I want to welcome for the first time my dear, beautiful girlfriend, female entrepreneur, leader of a worldwide boss lady movement, who are doing incredible work, business you went especially to empower women all over the world, Audrey Delport. Woo! Big round of applause for that. Big round of applause for that.
0: Hey, everyone. Really, really glad and really blessed to be here with all of you. And thank you for bringing me on for this episode. And yes, as Felix said, I'm Audrey, uh, born and raised here in Luxembourg. Um, Luxembourg. And as Felix said, just, yeah, I really found a passion to empower women worldwide and to just show them how to become independent.
1: Wow. She sounds so shy right now, but wait till we get into the episode and she's going to feel more comfortable. It's your first podcast? yes it is are you excited yes i am tim are you excited yes and i think it is time to bring on today's topic
2: i mean first of all first of all bro you didn't really make it easy for her because you gave her such an introduction wow. <laughs> how, how do you think doesn't she don't you think she's a little bit intimidated after that no but honestly Audrey, i'm so happy to have you on today's episode um i mean you you're you're one of my closest friends i know you for years already you know um so it's, it's just more than amazing. And actually, you're our first female guest on this podcast, which makes me even more happy because we um, kind of only interviewed guys because we didn't really yeah. have the balls or we didn't really find the right woman to talk to. So I'm super happy that you're on this call right now. Um, and for today's topic, I think it's going to go... It's going to be a special one as well for you, Audrey, because I was thinking over the last couple of weeks... About or not the last couple of weeks, over the last couple of conversations I had with a really good friend of mine and friends um, about a question that might be of interest for you as well, because as you know, you're looking at things from a woman's perspective. You can give us more insights about that, and every man listening, you know, including myself and Felix, we can learn because you know uh, when it comes to relationship, when it comes to you know um, genders, it's all it's really important that. Both sides understand each other and get to communicate in a good way. So um, the topic of today is how you can embrace your vulnerability and just turn your life into a beautiful story or a beautiful book. Because I was wondering over the uh, about the question because I had a, an interesting conversation with um, a, a good friend of mine a couple of days ago. And we were talking about, you know, I was kind of... Every time I get to know someone, I'm very open. I'm someone who's very... You know, I I give it all of me. I give it all of me. And if someone asks the right questions, I give them all of the details. Not all of the details, but I don't have problems opening myself up and showing myself from my most vulnerable point of view because I believe that vulnerability is not a weakness, it's a strength. And looking at 2020, looking at you know Generation Millennia, Generation Z, and the about-to-come Generation Alpha, the new generation who too much focused on gangster rap music living the gangster thug life and living up to this gangster image um they're kind of fooling themselves and they're kind of like going through the biggest identity crisis ever because this is what they believe how a man should be but you know this is the reason why I took you and Audrey both because I wanna I want to kind of like put that question out to you what does it take to be a real man nowadays because I mean if when you and Audrey you both met, you kind of were this person that she just got to know. And all of a sudden, you know, she obviously you both started liking each other, but you were in that business mode. You were this person, this persona. um, And I guess you had to stay like this. So for you, for example, do you think it's necessary to live up to an image that is not part of who you are? Or do you think it's better to show your true colors?
1: Um, Nowadays, especially in in times of social media, everybody is playing kind of a role in the internet everybody is doing that mm-hmm. and the 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 more you get close to a person and you get to know a celebrity you realize this is just a regular guy and he's not even showing who he is who he himself is in the internet uh, sometimes a bit but not too much mm-hmm. so i think it's pretty normal and everybody is is it's different with his close ones than on the internet
2: Mm-hmm. I can I, I I get that. So how are you, for example? Because I mean, for you, especially right now in the in the business industry that you are in, it's important to have a certain kind of image, right? And it's important to keep this image upright, so people see and look at you in a certain way. But how was it, for example, when you and Audrey met and you guys got together, you started connecting with each other? How fast did this curtain fall for you? Like, w- were you straight away open? and showing your true feelings? Or were you still trying to hide behind that, you know, strong businessman,
1: no. Felix? I was already, when meeting the second time, I remember in Luxembourg, I came here, flew over uh, Zurich airport because they had a business event, a speaking event in uh, near Zurich. So um, I put it on a map of a tour and I came to Luxembourg as we were launching this market. And then remember that you and Audrey picked me up from the airport. You went to a birthday party, and Audrey and myself went to an Indian restaurant, having a nice dinner, and we already closed, no, opened uh, in front of each other and uh, talked about our lives. And I think already from this situation on, it uh, was already a different uh, relationship than to um, a person that, who knows me from, from business events, from social media, because we started this relationship already being friends who are open very open to each other so i never i didn't really had this curtain which should have fall so it never really fall mm-hmm. of so, course a bit so the the more we got to know each other the more she got know got to know me and I, I i would like to direct this question
2: as well like the same question to audrey because I know that Audrey is someone, I mean, I know you now for quite a while too, um, that you are not someone who opens up directly, right? You need the right people around you to open up and to really share something. But what what are some signs for you that, you know, a man, for example, need to bring forth or a person so you can open up? What is it? You know, what what, what are some of those signs that give you that security of saying, okay, whew, this is me.
0: That's right. I'm not a person who opens immediately. It sometimes gets a long time for me to open to people. I really like to make new connections, to make new friends, and to talk to people and share some amazing topics with with them. But when it comes to my life, my personal life, and personal things in my life, I often do not open immediately. It really takes time because I pay attention to my intuition. I'm a person who really pays attention to it. Our intuition is very important in my eyes, and I realize that many people don't pay attention to it, because especially for women, our intuition is so good, and we should listen much, much more to our intuition, and intuition belongs to the higher faculties like imagination, memory, will, and perception, when I feel good around people, I open myself and how I open myself to people, I really also observe how a person reacts or speaks or say something to other people or how is the person when he's around other people, how is the person when you are alone with this person and when I get this feeling of trust, then I opened myself, and the moment I knew, for example, how when I can trust Felix, is when I saw how kind he is, how respectful he is, how well he treats people and his team, and how he was um, the way he spoke to me. So, when we were in this restaurant together, I immediately got a feeling that I could trust him, like these vibes, you know, when these vibes just match together. And I was feeling really, really good because I always also look how the conversation is and what, yeah, what we can speak about. And we really got into deep stuff. And um, also one thing I really noticed is like, for example, he wasn't, um, touching his phone he wasn't also on his phone and that gave me really a sign of respect to say like hey I'm here for you and I j- I'm just listening to you and I'm really trying to understand so that was the point of what I say like hey okay mm. I really can trust mm, him
2: interesting and I- because I, I believe as well that if you open up to someone, you pretty much are like, you're kind of like opening a door of your heart. And, you know, if you are opening up and that person opens up as well, there is this small connection coming. And this is how you really create like deep, deep connections.
1: Um, I want to drop a thought. Yeah, go on. I want to drop a thought. Have you ever heard of the statement that if you have, if you feel like butterflies in your tummy, mm-hmm. The other person also feels butterflies in their tummy otherwise you wouldn't I know I don't know where I heard the statement but it sounds super cool and uh, I th- I so out of my experience it's true
2: so let me let me rephrase that it's actually when one person is feeling butterflies it's only possible if that person feels butterflies when the other one feels it as well really butterflies yeah interesting
1: interest so it's really and and if that's true and if some people can relate to that in the in the comments or shoot us a message on our profile on Instagram let us know we're going to tag you um, this will also underline the example how she, how she just said. in the end it's, it's a feeling it's like mm-hmm. kind of you 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 feel that vibration if you can open up to a person sometimes it's wrong but out of your out of doing it and doing your mistakes and sometimes it hurts a lot Mm -hmm. but you might learn out of it most people many people don't so but the the sense should be to learn of it
2: don't you think that being vulnerable can actually be your biggest asset instead of your biggest liability
1: now we're getting to the point but i think tim put vulnerability into very simple words for our what the passion is Family members who I mean, I'm not too familiar with the word.
2: I mean, vulnerability is pretty much means that you are giving all of you. You're being vulnerable. You know, you for for example, you you are at the point where people know your weaknesses and that you tell them your deepest secrets and they could destroy you with those secrets. You know, but you are giving it all to them. This means vulnerability, right? You're being open and you can get hurt very bad if you, if it's in the hand of the wrong people right, right. this is vulnerability but what i believe okay. what i believe is that um bef- before i ask you the same question again is that for myself vulnerability was always something where um i had i had my little issues when people said certain things about me that had some trigger points of my past right i was a little bit of bees back in the days i was like you know there were certain trigger points and words when people said that when i opened up and i was like this and that and that and they said something that's kind of related to me in the past, I, it really hurt me, right? It really hurt and I kind of closed down to people. But over the years, I um, realized for myself that the more open I am, the more I give and the more I give out to everyone my worst parts, once they're out and I tell them with confidence, they can't hurt me because I'm, I'm not getting myself influenced by it, right? So now my question to you, yes don't you think that vulnerability or being vulnerable can become your biggest strength?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. But you should always, I don't want to directly put in the butt. So yes, especially (laughs) when when it's about closer relationships, really good friends, uh, business partners, you want to have a good relationship over decades with, to really, because when you build up a business relationship, you put in a lot of time, a lot mm-hmm. of energy. In the same time you put in time and energy and money into this business relationship and project, you could have spent into another one. So mm-hmm. you want it to to last long. Um, but don't get me wrong or don't get us wrong. You shouldn't open up too much in a social media world, in my eyes. Mm-hmm. People like that, and to a specific point, you should because then people will identify with you, which is important, which we all are. But there are definitely people in the influencer world that are that are giving out much more of their personal life than I do, and I would ever, I would never like, I would never uh, go out so personal like some people do, and. Mm-hmm. It's, in in this case it's also just about your privacy <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: true true and uh, like like they say the internet never forgets everything that is out in the internet will be pretty much saved on a database forever and yeah. there is no way of deleting it it's quite interesting
1: do you remember myspace the like the the not really the I do, before. but I never used it the my spoke... first network most people don't know it was called Schüler cc it's, ah, it's kind of like a
2: German one. My, mine was as well yeah. a german one called wkw back in vain you know uh, but
1: no <laughs>
2: <laughs> who knows who exactly who knows who but in the times of myspace it's really interesting because i think back in 2013 myspace got hacked you know and everyone who kind of uploaded pictures on the myspace myspace data database um those pictures will be forever and ever and ever in the archives on the internet because i think in 2013 myspace got hacked and they shut down their servers entirely meaning there's not even a chance that you can delete somehow your pictures on MySpace from a shutdown mm-hmm. server, you know? So the internet doesn't forget anything just to that point.
1: Yeah, but don't forget, scared money won't make no money. Exactly. So um, this is also on the other side. You got to find when you're in the social media world, in the business world, and we talk about vulnerab- vulnerability, you got to be dynamic. You, you got to find a good mix out of giving giving out as much as needed but not too much as like you don't have to mm-hmm. and then it comes, comes comes to you like because in the end even if you give out nothing if people want to uh do something about it or i don't know hurt you like you said uh they will find something mm-hmm. they will find something
2: 100 man um audrey i have another question for you okay you listening good Good, 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 good. Listen, um, I was always wondering, like from a perspective, the perspective of a woman, is a man, and now you should speak for the entirety of the woman out there. <laughs> no, I mean, you, you could speak for yourself. Um, but do you think that if a man, just imagine you and Felix wouldn't be together right now. You would be dating, you would get to know each other. And do you think a general woman see it in like a man opening up and showing his weaknesses and not only being the strong man, the alpha, the guy that's always like, you know, it's kind of like the survival instinct of a woman. He kind of wants the man who is the best for replication, for duplicating and making ch- children and bringing on generations, blah, blah, blah. This isn't our DNA. But do you think nowadays, since times have changed, uh, if a man is open to you and shows you directly his weak side, meaning his, his vulnerable side, does that make him less of a man or does, does that somehow make him weaker in the eyes, if you would look at him right now?
0: No, for me, that makes a man not look weak at all. In my eyes, that's not a weakness. Maybe it is for other women, as women always think that the man man should have strength and to be powerful. I think it's really good when a man opens himself Because for me, it's a sign that he trusts me and that he feels good around me to open himself. And actually, when you look at what happened all this year with this whole pandemic, people who were living together came also closer. And people realize that life is very short and at the end, I mean, we are all humans. So we all have feelings and it shouldn't be a weakness to express our feelings or just showing our emotion because yes, men, men do have a lot of emotion and maybe they don't show their emotion as women show them, but also men are very emotional and for me it's really an act of strange when... Men show their emotions.
2: Have you ever heard of the honeymoon effect? Do you know what the honeymoon effect is? Yes. Very interesting. For everyone that doesn't know, the honeymoon effect is a very interesting phenomena, which, uh, you know, usually when, when when a couple is getting married, they have the honeymoon phase, you know, in the honeymoon phase, everything seems utopic. You know, they're going to this beautiful place. They're just so in love. They're just so incredibly, you know... Um, together spending some amazing time having incredible sex you know just everything is amazing you know but once they're getting back from that honeymoon into reality you know they're they're escaping reality into this utopic world into this hotel place island wherever they're going they're coming back into into reality and all of a sudden they have to face as a couple now their problems and difficulties. And all of a sudden they start to realize, "Mm, mm, okay, the guy is actually not that perfect. And I think this is uh, one of the problems nowadays that is happening. Guys are giving an image from them that is not really themselves. And the moment they are in a relationship, the woman is like in this honeymoon stage where, or the man and the woman are in this honeymoon stage where they're so in love, everything is perfect. The first two, three, four weeks maybe. And all of a sudden the woman or the man starts to, get to know the woman's and the man's real side, their insecurities, their problems, their issues. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, but this was not the attractive man or this was not the attractive woman, confident, strong, whatever that I met a couple of weeks ago. She's actually quite insecure. She's actually quite weird and strange. And then two, three months later, all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow, now I'm really getting to learn her like real side, right? So how did you guys tackle this for example how did you guys like go over this honeymoon stage and because I mean you guys are together now for what three three four years something like that and it's just oh, two, years. <laughs> two years two years two years but nearly going nearly coming to the t- three you know that's a long long time for some um, how did you guys bridge this time like how do you build and how do you keep this like love and affection ongoing
0: from the beginning on since now I'm loving him every day and every day more. And I think three (laughs) keys who are really important is, first of all, the um, three C's for a healthy relationship is communicate, compromise and commit. And we, we really commit to each other. We also really communicate to each other. We trust each other. We are honest to each other. And another very, very important point who is really like the key of the key, I think, for a really good relationship is the five love languages. You can speak the same languages, but if you don't speak the same love language, then it will be really difficult. And knowing more about the five love languages can help you to notice the ways that your partner is showing their love for you Mm -hmm. so that you can really understand each other. And there are, yeah, there are five love languages. So let me just name it. The first one is words of affirmation. So like, hey, I love you. Hey, I'm really so proud of you. Hey, you did that good. Or like these kinds of words, we really be like kind. And then the second of it is receiving gifts. For example, not buying a Louis Vuitton every week. (laughs) But um, if, for example, I am in Luxembourg City because I have a meeting or because I'm there with friends and I pass by to Chocolate House. I know, for example, that there is the favorite cake of Felix and then I would just take a piece of cake and then just coming back home yeah. Which 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 one like, the hey, which one is I favorite? thought of you.
1: He wants to know the cake.
2: I want to know um,
1: It is. You don't want to know the cake? I do
2: want to know the cake, man. I to know,
1: cake, man. I know <laughs> you want to know the cake. So... For for the for the cake lovers out there, it is in Germany we call it russischer Zupfkuchen. What? <laughs> here, here, here in Luxembourg, they probably just know cheesecake with chocolate. This is how they say. It. So imagine like a nice cheesecake with some with some yeah. chocolate dust stuff on it and in it and stuff. So whew, good cake. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> that that
2: that just put me off track. I'm sorry, but go back to the love languages.
0: <laughs> all good so yeah and then i'm coming back and then i say like hey i just thought of you i just brought you your favorite favorite cake and then he's really happy you know or for example when he's on calls and when he has sounds
1: like she's talking about a dog um
0: like yeah then i bring him something to drink or you know like this little kind of gift treats yeah Yeah, and then the third is act of services, which means that really helping in cleaning the house, um, helping make the dishes and stuff like that. For example, that is the love language of my mother. Like my mother and I used to not understand each other, but I really realized it's because we don't speak the um, same love language, right? Because I was saying to her, words of affirmation or buying her gifts and then she would be like yes okay and I would be like hey I just said to you something and I just brought you something then I really realized that her love language is actually when I'm really helping her when I'm helping her with with the house when I'm helping her with the dogs when I'm helping her with the dishes uh, when I'm helping her cooking uh, these stuffs, right and then the fourth love language is quality time. So really spend time together. For example, I really like that love language. So I really like to spend time with, with Felix uh, sometime alone, go to the cinema or go to a nice restaurant, uh, have a nice dinner. Because there are two kinds of spending time together. There's go out, like I just said, like go to the cinema or um, go to the restaurant or go meet friends. And they are also like spending time together, but at home. And for example, spending time together at home, it's really a love language from my brother Mm -hmm. because my brother really likes to stay at home Mm. to just watch a movie with the, with the dogs. And because my, my brother is younger than me, I like my brother just um, had his birthday few days ago he just got 20 years old and I was like yeah just get out uh, let's go make something let's go out of the city and he's like no I don't want to and <laughs> her, his love language is like really hey staying at home with his family with his dogs and just yeah just be at home relax
2: wow. um,
0: that's for example his love language I really realized that um, in the Yeah, in the past weeks, months, because i realized that uh, this is really, really important. And the fifth love language is really also physical touch. So like hugs. Mm -hmm. I love this love language too, because I love that (laughs) when Felix is hugging me, when Felix is kissing me and touching me. Um, These are the five love languages, and uh, I really think it's really important to know them and to also really find out, okay, which love language does he speak? And I've read the book from the five love languages. Who's and the
1: who's the author? So we can plug it.
0: Gary Chapman.
1: Mm. Okay, Gary Chapman. Tim, we definitely need to plug yes. this in the show. This, this is so this is a game
2: changer. This is this is a game changer, man.
1: You know, to add something, I wonder how long it will take, and I hope. Um the the future girlfriend of your brother will find out the love language of him (laughs) otherwise she's just gonna be stressed and like oh my he always wants to stay at home like
2: everybody should know this like you you making me realize something because i have this book at home for like two years i've never touched it now i know that i have to touch it. yes it's 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 in my little library i've never read it because i was like the five love languages it sounds so cheesy but from what you just said this is incredible because this is literally the key to an incredible relationship and you taught me so much about myself right now because i understood that i am two of those five i love touching and spending time right though that this is what really makes me happy and i realized that all of you know, the past relationships, I didn't communicate it in this way that these are my desires, what makes me really happy as a boyfriend. And maybe this is why it didn't work out at a certain point anymore. And everybody should check that everybody should learn about what they want and what what kind of like their love language is and openly communicate mm-hmm. with their partner. Do you guys openly yeah. communicated about this and found like your common ground? Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: because i quickly realized what his langu- love language is and he also really quickly realized what my love language is and uh, you can also make a test on google when you google 5lovelanguages.com there is a test and there is there are like 50 to 100 questions and then you pick answer of the questions and at the end it will say to you what love languages actually you are so you can say to your partner like hey this is my love languages and let's just work on that
1: there are probably many people listening right now who are in a relationship that is not a short one you may be in a long-term relationship already in to two year maybe the five-year mark maybe even the 10-year mark or even married like how how long is your your grandmother married now
0: yeah that's actually also from (laughs) this love
1: now i want to uh, add something but how long is she
0: my grandma is really a really an inspiration for me because she's married with my grandpa for 54 years wow. now. Wow.
1: That's a long
0: time. And that's a long time. There's many presidents. I really realized that they also really found out their love languages. And for me, she is like a huge example and inspiration when it comes to love and also when it comes to commitment, right? Because yeah, I made also the commitment with Felix that. It's for a lifetime.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She drops it. Um, Yeah, but what I wanted to add to the part with guys and girls with long-term relationships, they probably are just good in finding out the love language of each other. And they're maybe more empathic than some other people. And if you're not too empathic and some relationships failed, not not only because of that, but maybe also because you didn't know what the love language of your partner is. um, Yeah. You can, you can actually find out. And that's super, super cool. I didn't even know that. Uh, we definitely also plug this into the show notes. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe as well that a relationship, you know, it's
2: you, Felix as one entity, Audrey as a second entity, and that com- that, that relationship is the third entity. So it's a, it's a separate entity that gives half of both of you, right? You both give one half of your heart and put it in the middle together to one heart. And it's important to feed this, Heart separately, kind of like a baby, you know. Just imagine you would have a baby. This is your this baby is your relationship. You have to take care of that baby just as you would have to take care of that relationship, right? Yeah, and And grow it. Grow it. Help it grow like you do with a baby. (laughs) What, what I believe when it comes to relationships is that the best relationship is pretty much two straight parallel lines that are running right next to each other, right? And they're always going parallel to each other always pursuing one common goal but if those two parallel lines at a certain point focus too much on each other they start drifting off at a certain point they will start to cross and this is the point where they drift off and separate from each other you know so you always need to have like those common goals as a couple your personal goals that you need to pursue and it's kind of like this straight beautiful line that is never being interrupted good
1: point I've seen, I've seen a meme about that, not, not straight about that, but there was a picture I saw on Instagram where there was the relationship of a human with their parents, with, I don't know, first relationship, with, I don't know, a brother, uh, school guys, people from school, and then also like a parallel line, which, for example, at the parents, um, just just is very close at the start, goes up, and then at the end of life, I don't know, so it separates a lot in their 20s, 30s. And when you're 40, 50, it goes back to your parents again and you find that relationship again. And uh, it's interesting how you say that a relationship that that fails is like these lines cross. What also was cool was the dog, the, the man and the dog. In the end, it's just the line of the man. And then in the middle of life, there's just one line of the dog, which is completely the same all the time because your dog is loving you and stays with you all
2: the time <laughs> this, this is why the dog is your best friend and I loved, I loved how you pointed out before at the example how it was a, it was a human yeah it was a human right
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love how you pointed that out
2: oh, it was a human.
1: I mean in nowadays to see, to talk, see YouTube videos of Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> saying yeah and uh, I was also a human uh, I am a human <laughs>
2: <laughs> well you know No, but I I really, really love this episode as it's going right now. I think this is one of my favorites so far because one of the biggest problems nowadays that we are facing is that we don't know how to love anymore. We don't know how real relationships work anymore. If you look at the amount of people or kids right now that grow up with their parents separated and not being together anymore, it's kind of like they don't really understand or speak the same love language anymore and they somehow forgot how to vibe again with each other you know and I think this is something that we have to relearn again it's not that we ever lost it but we just have to relearn and just bring it back again bring the love back again you know because at the end of the day it's all about love right Audrey it's all about love
0: yeah it is.
2: <laughs> no let's I, I I would say this this was so far like an amazing and incredible podcast and I, I wish to bring you back Audrey a couple of more times because I, I really love the way that you're putting your knowledge and just, it's just so cute. I wish you guys could see what I'm seeing right now. <laughs> it's like, she is just, uh the pure incarnation of love, right? So, um, I love you, Audrey. I love both of you. And, um, I love you. Yes. So, Audrey, what's your favorite dessert? Let's go, let's go straight to the final three.
1: What's
2: your favorite? <laughs> final three, final <laughs> three. My
0: favorite you? dessert is the red velvet cake from Ready here in Luxembourg.
1: Ooh, that was very precise is it a brand partnership do we have a brand partnership with ready tim shout out to ready <laughs> can we make one <laughs> ready if you hear this we would like your cake to be our sponsor for the next few episodes best yeah
0: i really love your cake.
2: best vegan vegetarian cafe in luxembourg and they make homemade yeah. cakes and they're the freaking bomb yes. man they're the and they already
0: put it also acai bowls and 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 this oh, that's
1: that's too much they don't no, pay. no no us, no, no, no. They don't <laughs> <pay us. laughs>
2: we we blur that out <laughs> So question number one was, what's your favorite dessert?
1: Question number three. Ooh, this, this one. One. I know it's spontaneous right now. You didn't you, you didn't make this up. <laughs> Not at all, bro. But
2: this the next one is a little bit mean. I know that you have two dogs. I know that you love both of them. But which one is your favorite one?
0: I asked that question.
2: Which one is your favorite No, one?
0: you cannot ask this question. Okay. I'm re- I'm re- I will really make it simple. And we
2: will make sure that so, none of them is listening right now, huh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have two dogs. One is Ginny, one is Macy, yeah? Ginny is the golden retriever and Macy is the... Swiss shepherd. Swiss Swiss shepherd, okay. I will really make it very simple. Ginny is the cutest Mm. and Macy is the most beautiful dog.
2: But which one is your favorite?
0: Both of them. (laughs) I don't have a favorite one.
2: We will make yeah. sure that none of your dogs will listen to that text. No, they no, won't. No, they will not listen, listen to it. Sorry. It's, all right. it's it's okay. It's it was a hard question. Oh, I,
0: I love them both. Really, question. really.
2: It's kind of it's kind of if I would ask you like you have two children, which one do you love more? <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> you can <laughs> No, she cannot say that. Um, okay. Ooh, I think I think we're gonna bring the, the one question that we always ask because I think it kind of reveals a lot about the person on the oh, other yeah. side. Okay, Audrey, Audrey, okay. and Felix, you shut up right now. you do give you give no hints, okay? Audrey, uh. imagine right now you are being stranded on a deserted island completely by yourself, right? And you could bring one thing and one thing only with you. one thing. There is no, please, no electricity, no Wi-Fi. <laughs> please don't tell me your phone. <laughs> just one thing. What would it be? Felix. <laughs> and that's a wrap guys that is absolutely a wrap for today's episode what what more can we say (laughs) what more can we say no honestly i really really love this episode i enjoyed talking to both of you today a little bit different right it's we said boys only episode but we have to say boys plus one girl only episode With with the super guest so guys again to wrap it up um again as we said in the beginning, big big thank you for everyone that helped and supported us. Make yes. sure make sure to subscribe to our Instagram channel, to us on Instagram and um, iTunes and Spotify. And furthermore, just to quickly round it up, I know we said it already a couple of times, but at the end of this month, we're going to be going, we're going to be giving a throwback episode where we're just going to be going through the most amazing parts of this month of the launch month, and we want to give back to you to every single one that helped us you know get to where we are right now and listened and supported us we want to give back to you so we want to give you the chance of taking part in two times not one two times 50 euro amazon gift cards to your name everything you need to do very simple go on itunes podcast the purple button that you have already pre-recorded on your iphone go on that button type in what the passion podcast Go on the rating, leave us a beautiful four or five star, whatever you want to give us. If you love us, give us five stars and leave us an honest review and send us a screenshot of that review to our Instagram. That
1: screenshot is really important. Yes, by the
2: way. that is the qualification. Don't forget the screenshot. That's the qualification. Send us a screenshot to our Instagram Instagram page and we will make sure that we sort. Audrey will like, actually, Audrey will do it for us, so it's fair. She will choose the winner at the end of this month. Two winners. I X- you know a yeah. episode. Exactly two winners. Just
0: make sure to push the five star button.
2: Ooh, perfect! I would say that's a wrap, yeah. and we're gonna end it with a classical, very sweet peace out. Peace oh, out. Peace out. Audrey, say peace. Say peace. Audrey. Say
0: peace. Peace out, guys! Always believe in yourself. <laughs> peace.